Hello, and this is Filter Optional, and I am Chico West. The No Filter. I am the No Filter. And I'm Shannon West, the Filter. Yes, and you've been the filter in this relationship, and I've been the No Filter. Yes, that is correct. And Um, so we've decided to do a podcast now for two and a half years. That's crazy, or a year and a half. No, two. Two. Yes. Two years. Two years. Wow. Um, I know it's crazy. And this is a West. And Media we've discovered, production. we've figured out things that we already knew about each other, like that you're an addict. I mean, for you know, um, in re- you just recovered. figured that shit you're, out. Yeah. No, we didn't just figure that out, but it's, um, but your personality has behaviors that, and I'm codependent, and my personality has behaviors, and you're an Enneagram Eight, and we, you know, we talk about this every time I'm a two, and. Anyway, so um, but we're but, liking to be back in the yes. studio with our main man Kev. It's good yeah. to see you guys. Yeah. Yes, I don't like when you take a month off. I know. I, I can't know, believe we, but we were traveling. But I lost we, track of shit too. Man. We we were traveling. You went to uh, Florida with me, Chico West. That's you, not we traveling. Went, that was a trip, not a yes. vacation. I haven't vacation. I've been working. Son, we took our, which I really don't even have. I have a little anyway, private practice. Okay. Yeah. But I but the deal is we're talking about having us you and I were talking and you came home last week and talked about having a sense of purpose. Where where is your purpose? Well, no, I did, I I was talking about how um I turned 50 during a pandemic. Okay. And so I'm thinking that there are many, 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 many people out there that had milestones during the pandemic, whether it be an engagement or a wedding or um, a birthday, a milestone birthday, even a birthday. Everybody had a birthday pretty much during the pandemic. So we, and and there are some people that celebrate birthdays more than other. I happened to turn 50. We had our 25th wedding anniversary Bam! during the pandemic all of these things and i started to realize that um usually when you have a wedding or you turn um, 50 during the pandemic even a new, i turned 40. even a new job a career a graduation like a lot of people at graduation they had their senior years they didn't get to do homecoming they didn't get to do prom like i mean everybody had something and so Usually when you're building up to something like that, like a graduation or whatever, you are preparing for it, whether it's um, you're, you know, getting in great shape for your wedding or you're, um, you know, uh, really studying hard, like getting ready for your career and graduation. And you're like, you're just, you're kind of, you have a purpose. Like you just kind of have this grind of like just doing what you can to get ready. So I sold most, my business. But listen, but most people when they turn 50, um they want to have some sort of party and bring back their youth in some way. Like they either want to go on a vacation where they let loose and whatever or they want to get you know a lot of fillers and things like that which is on my list for 51. I don't mean like Chico. See that's the no filter. Like, ladies, <laughs> ladies, let's all go get our Botox. Let's get our teeth whitened. Let's get our let's get our eyelashes done. Let's get whatever the hell we want to do um, with ourselves. Or and your butt, butthole whitened. What? Oh, <laughs> that's a real thing. Yeah, I know. And he heard that on. What did you hear that on a show? I did. I did. Because you would no have never idea. known about that 
Where did you? Where did I don't we know. Hear about we that? just it was on a show. It was on a show. Yeah. I've heard that on the Howard Stern show before. Yes, yeah. I mean, okay, it has nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can assure you, especially with an autoimmune disease like ulcerative colitis, I can assure you, um, I don't want anybody messing with that area more than um, necessary. So, back to my turning fifty and looking for a purpose. I mean, I think that when we make changes in life, um, even our 17 year old who's a junior and he's going to start looking at what colleges, he, well, what he's going to do after high school. I mean, he has said before, maybe college isn't for me, you know, I mean, we don't know, you know, when you're starting, you start to gather facts around you and things around you that give you, which a, we want it. We want it. We want to encourage that. Right. And move you toward a purpose. Okay. So, I started to realize that I was getting really down and also... Um, you lost a purpose when I, I sold Casa. That's correct. I really had kind of taken that by the horns and I was like, I'm going to learn everything I can about social media because I'm a dinosaur and I don't really know that much. And, but, um, and this was your kind of, you and I's idea on this platform, the filter optional. Well, yes. We were we were doing It was my this. idea. Yes, it was your idea. Um, Yes. And, and people so, said that you were going to steal my thunder. I may have, but we just don't know that. You're still here. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, um, you know, I'd really, you know, I was like, you know what? Okay, turning 50 is not so bad. I, I have this renewed purpose and then I lost it. And then, so I decided to take golf lessons. Okay. So um, I played tennis in high school and I love um eye-hand coordination. I love tennis. I love golf. Um, you love golf already? I do. Awesome. I've always loved golf, though. Did you yes. want to do that so that, you know, you guys could play together? Okay. I did. I wanted her to. Not really, though, because I don't think he really means that. No, I really no, do mean that. When we were first married, he bought me clubs at Walmart, and <laughs> we went out to hit at the driving range or whatever, and my hand, I woke up, and my hands were blistered all over. And he goes, hand me that club. And he took it, and he goes. It was plastic He grips. goes, oh, my gosh, these <laughs> grips are plastic. Maybe we can cover them up. And I was like, I'm not playing for a good six months. <laughs> like, my hands are wrecked. But um, I think he thinks, I think he glamorizes this idea of us playing together. And I think that we will. And I think it'll be fun. Um but that's not the purpose of it. It's not that I'm playing more for myself because I realized I knew I wanted to kind of take lessons. I didn't really know why I wanted to or what the purpose was. But after my first lesson, I realized, okay, I think I can do this. I haven't thought that about anything in a really long time. I didn't, I wasn't sure that I could do the marketing and everything for Casa Kalina, I had to learn. I had to kind of go back to school for all of that. But she's good. But at you had it. a better feeling about golf right out of the box. Right. I just well That's a good sign. Well I well, just she's I she's actually that, a very good athlete, you know, and she has well, really good eye hand coordination. Although she's slow as shit if you put her oh in my a forty yard dash. Yeah. Oh, but wow. she can hit a baseball, she can throw one, she can, I can play catch a tennis. Football. I can throw a football she and can I can throw catch a football. football. I think it's it's gonna come natural. Yeah, you know, and the, here's the scary thing. She's taken but, lessons with some friends of hers and I encourage her to take it with the pro over at 
where where we played golf and Brad was, you know, a college all American at the University of Texas. Yes. He was on the tour for twenty years and now he's a teaching pro and it's Brad Elder, if anybody knows. But Brad, I saw him today after Shannon had her lesson with her girlfriends. I go, Hey, how was it coaching those women? And he starts laughing. And I go, What are you laughing at? <laughs> Yeah, is that good or right. he goes, uh, What do you think? We're I go, we're what, 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 what's what's going on? He goes, Oh, it's just a matter of time before Shannon has a better short game than you. Because I mean I play wow. all the time. Yeah. And yes. that's like your thing. It is my thing. And I'm a good putter. I you know, I'm good off the box. I'm I'm good. Well and my irons, friend but that, I suck at well, chipping. I take with two good friends and one um one um one was missing last week. Um because she didn't feel good, but um, and the one that was we were taking with, she was like, after we left, she goes, I haven't heard that kind of positive affirmation directed towards me, in so much, and I, I she goes, I'm not sure my entire marriage. She was like, in one hour, it was like overwhelming. It was so like, good shot, yeah, good, good, good job. Like you're doing, yeah, you're doing great, you know. And I and I was like, I know it was like this. I wasn't sure I could do the the marketing and the business development or anything, and then I finally did. I was like, I can do this, so I did. And you kicked ass at it. Some yeah, people I mean, forget I, how much we need that. Right. Um, and, you know, and, and words and of encouragement, absolutely. Yeah. And the older you get, and then especially when you're turning fifty, you see all these women that, like I said before, you're getting the fillers and the Botox and all that kind of stuff, which is awesome. Like everybody, like go do that if that makes you feel better. I mean, anyway, so um, go get that done, but. Uh, but we shouldn't need that to get the affirmation of like, oh my gosh, you look so awake or whatever. I mean, half the time, I mean, true confession, I've gotten some fillers right right here because it lifts right up. Right here. What if people are listening to this? You, uh, they don't know Right what. under my eyes, I, because it, your cheeks, because it lifts up everything and it makes you look more awake. And when people are like, you look so well rested, you know, you're like. Oh, That's gosh, crazy, you know. Shannon. I was thinking that today. I go, she has gotten some sleep. She looks awake. When did you do that? Well, I did, it was a couple of months ago, but it lasts for a couple of years. I mean. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. It was That's a few nice. months ago. I mean. Yeah. Like maybe so, November. Anyway. So, but I, it's just gotten me to thinking. It's taken me a long time to get to this point of kind of what we're talking about, but I am very encouraged to sort of do things that give me purpose. And I went to onsite in May and addressed my codependency. And I am sad that it took me to 50 years old to learn about the inner child, which is kind of what I think we want to sort of talk about today, just because. And this might I had be, no idea this what might that be, meant. this might this be, might be a, couple, a, hodgepodge, a couple, a couple different epi- episodes, yes, episodes and stuff like that. And so you've I heard people say. I just want to bring up that term. I just want to bring up that term. Inner, inner child. child. Okay. Inner, or inner child work. Because or. as a 50-year-old woman, as a 17-year-old boy, like we have a 17-year-old, 21-year-old boy, because we have that. Um, you or know, young men. Uh, you know, in your 20s, in your 30s, in your 40s, in your 50s, or whatever. Like, when you hear that term, inner child, what does that mean? Like. I figured out what it meant, and we're going to talk about it because I think it's important. But I think a lot of people are like, "Well, I don't, I can't, I don't, 
I can't. I have nothing. I have nothing to do with that. What do you mean, inner child? Yeah, maybe then, they think immature right away. You know. Yes. Or, or or I thought for a long time. Or a I ten thought year old me like ho- hokey pokey. You know, is that some like crap? Really, I'm gonna tap into my. I'm a I'm a therapist, and I'm going. Eh, Am I gonna go know, to Chuck E. Cheese for my birthday? Right, like, that's, you know? that's what that's what I thought. Like inner child, it's like what do you think that if I just go to Jump Street once a month, I'm gonna have a great? T- I'm gonna be like healing my inner child because I go to Six Flags, you know, once a month or whatever. Like, you don't. When people talk about healing your inner child, recognizing your inner child, you know, whatever. I they, they talk about some of those things. They also talk about, okay, hey, you got your adult self. You got your inner, you know, your child self. Well, therapists talk yes. about that kind of stuff. Like, you yes. learn that kind of shit in school. So, yeah. there I dropped an S-bomb. But, um, <laughs> That's... You talk about that stuff in school. I don't, I don't, I've never talked about my adult self or my child self or whatever you're saying. I've never talked about that. <laughs> That's Ever. not Me in either. your. That's not in your language. No. Yeah. So a lot of times so what we. Mean? What I mean by that is we'll act. You know, sometimes in our adult self we might be acting out of that child in us, and so we might be interacting. But that there child's be, not there anymore. I. I'm. I'm 50 years old. There is no child there. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, maybe there is. That, maybe there is. Thank you, Kev. <laughs> so what? How's I, that for a segue? I like How's that? that? So go, go How's for that? it. So what'd you learn, Shannon? How would you define well, it? Well, so I would definitely, if somebody said that to me before, like, maybe it's that child, that inner child that you're in. I'm like, oh, that, that little girl's not in there anymore. Like, she is gone. And, um... So at OnSite, they did different types of uh, meditation, which Travis is really stressed <coughs> out right now. Travis West, our 21-year-old that plays football in college, and so he has spring football right now, and class, they're gearing up for finals. So it's kind of his last shot in his classes, and he's really super stressed out. And um, he's like, he doesn't feel good. And he's like, I think I don't feel good because I'm so stressed out. And I said, okay. So I sent him today a um, meditation about a body scan. I was like, do you, do you know how to do a body scan? And he was like, body scan? What do you mean? Like, go get an MRI or something? Like, do you want me to go to the team doctor and, like, body scan? What are you talking about? That's and what I'm I would like, assume. Right. And I'm like, no. And I didn't know this before I went to onsite. So it was 50 years old when I figured this out. But you can do a body scan. It's a type of meditation where you can lay on the floor and you literally, in your head, you scan your body. Like, feel my head, forehead relax. Feel my ears relax. Concentrate on it. Concentrate on your mouth relaxing, your chin, your neck. You go down your body. They do it a lot in yoga and things like that too. Till you get to your toes. And then your whole body is relaxed and you've participated in a body scan, a type of meditation that helps relieve anxiety. So I'm going to see how it, I told him this today and so I'm going to see if he did it today. But at OnSite, we did different kinds of meditations every morning, which um, included like the body scan. And then one type of meditation is a guided meditation where you... um, have someone standing in a room and you shut your eyes and they guide you through a meditation. They say, he said, okay, picture yourself. You're not picture yourself. He said, you're walking out the door. You're walking down to the creek. 
you are um, you hear children playing in the creek. You walk up to the creek and you see the children, and one of them is you at ten years old. You see yourself as at ten years old, and you walk, and it's more, it's longer. You know, it's a, it's a, it's like you smell. What do you smell? What do you smell? The trees and everything. They lead you through this meditation. And they're like, you see this ten-year-old little girl. What's your first? What's the first thing you say to this little girl in your head? And for me, and if my parents are listening, I'm sorry, because for me it was. You don't need to be in that creek in your clothes and in your shoes. You're you're gonna get dirty. You, get on out of that creek. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing out <laughs> the creek? I can hear my mom. Um, and my mom wouldn't say that now, and she probably wouldn't say that to her grandkids. She'd probably be like, dive into that creek or whatever. But I'm sure that if um, there was um, well earned money spent on my shoes and my clothes and everything, and I'm in the creek. But so my response in the meditation was it caused anxiety in me because and then they were like, what would you say? What would you say to that little girl? And um, it's like I would say you stay in that creek, you know, just play. Just, oh, my gosh, do not worry about your clothes. Don't worry about anything else. Just get just whatever. Like, in fact, I'm going to get in with you. Like, I, I, you know, so inner child, it. so inner child stuff is I, I love that il- illustration. So coming back to the question, it's like, okay. what's that inner child um, dialogue? So as a 50 year old woman, because you were 50 at the time when you were doing this, yeah. you saw that, man, that that little 10 year old girl was, you know, took on stress, was worried about what mom thought, was worried about, you know, what others would, was worried. Well, and then we did some work. Um, um, we continue to do the work. I keep talking about the work and even Travis is like, I don't know what that means. I yeah, let's come work. back to that. But, but, let's, will, but let's talk about the, inner child. about the inner child about me. Like I finally kind of learned to it, They kept the therapist that was guiding Carlos. us through everything. Carlos. He's so awesome. I can't talk to him for a year, supposedly, or whatever. So come May, I'm going to give him a call. But um, he uh, said, he kept saying, okay, tell me about, like, I would talk about an event in my life, whether it was um, with a teacher or whatever it was. And he would, like, at 10 years old, like, what, you know, you can remember or whatever. And he said, what would you say to that 10-year-old girl? Right now, yeah. as a 50-year-old. And so you start to talk to yourself, if that makes sense. It all sounds so kind of strange and hokey, but, but But let's get back to that. That's some of the techniques. Let's get back to that question. Well, you start inner to realize you would work. never say. You would never. I had people doing inner child work that I got to observe. This is maybe a better example. So in your groups, you get to observe everybody doing their inner child work and you would have, I had a man in my group that was an awesome man, but his dad, when he was, you know, 10, would say things like, you know, you're stupid, you're never going to amount to anything, like, if you don't study, you're never going to, you know, whatever he would say, just completely inappropriate things, but but things that are said in four walls in a home, you know, a lot. I mean, we, we as parents say bad things all the time and don't even realize it and now I can have a little more empathy for my parents that if they said something wrong that they had no idea that I took wrong but 
also the their work, parents said the stuff is to them. Like, what would you, you know, you can now see as an adult, you would never talk to a 10 year old like that. Like that 10 year old's not responsible for that. And that 10 year old shouldn't feel that way because they shouldn't feel that way. You know what I mean? They shouldn't be talked to like that. Yeah, They're but they, they, but what happens is they end up feeling that way. And yes. so I, we try not to should on this show, but you know, that the 10 year old or that inner child is coming out. Now, all of a sudden that 10 year old girl, you, you know, went through high school, went through college, you know, got a degree, got married, but still some of that anxiety of, of kind of breaking the rules or doing something that you thought might not be in a, might be inappropriate was playing out in that your life is playing yes in my and, life like i'm gonna be i, I i'm gonna hear the same you, words you better not hurt. do that yeah. and, and even though you were at you know in that guided meditation you were just you know at down at a little riverbed and hey get into the river and yet you're going oh that might be breaking a rule so that rule follower right. which is not it's not good bad right or wrong no. that's just what it is it's like but it man. also physically caused me anxiety to think yes. about it and it, it's a situation that shouldn't physically be bringing up anxiety in me and so, so that child in you is still there yes and so kevin getting back to that question is you know doing you know when, when you talk about that inner child work even though our boys aren't you know, they're not 40 years away from being a 10 year old. Right. They're 11 and seven years away. And so we can see now that some of this stress that I see, you know, like Travis have being on the football team and, you know, doing, uh, you know, being in the business school. I mean, he has taken all that on. He's wearing it. And I think it's that that kid in him that he has to excel. And I have to say, I'm taking ownership of this and I have asked Travis for amends on a lot of things as I, that I've done as a parent that he's not even aware of. And this is one thing that I need, it's kind of a light bulb moment for me. I'm gonna have to ask him for amends too because Travis being my firstborn, seek forgiveness, whatever. Yeah. Okay, whatever, same thing. Yeah, I knew what you meant. Yeah, thank you, Kevin. So, um, but, Travis was my firstborn, and so I treated him a whole lot different at 10 than I did Beck. Because And personalities well, and, were especially, different. Especially, they're four years apart, and by the time Beck was 10, I was beat down. I mean, Travis was starting, you know, high school or in eighth grade or whatever. I mean, so Beck probably did get away with a lot more, but I, at when Travis was 10, I was so concerned about how other people viewed him you know, like, oh, don't do that, Travis. Don't, no, oh, you might not want to do that because I, it was my own fear and my own, and for him, I wasn't selfishly, like, worried about how he would make me look, although that was kind of part there of There was it. part of that. There's part of that. You know, you don't want other parents calling you going, uh, Tra the, the Travis parent is shame that, kid, you know? that happens. Um, and so I think that Travis developed these tapes that caused him stress and anxiety and it's led to some physical manifestations of it like um appendicitis and some i mean i know stress doesn't cause appendicitis a bacteria but it might infection it might. an infection yeah. causes it but i'm just saying that i think my his immune system my gets, his immune system gets rocked by yes, stress I think I think some of your stress and how you've kept it in because you've always looked looked pretty kind of chill and calm. But man, you 
I it's, it, I just think eleven in the last eleven months you have relaxed a bunch and you've given yourself grace and you know you you started doing the work. When we say doing the work, you started unpacking and and getting rid of those old tapes. Well, you can and also train yourself stuff. to be like, what would I tell a ten year old? little person about this situation i would tell them not to worry about it i mean when it comes to like grades i mean i look at beck all the time now and i'm like don't worry about it i don't <laughs> well that's his big saying yeah. don't worry about it but um but i think that beck in the flip of this he had a lot of physical issues um as a child i mean he had surgery when he was one a lot of antibiotic usage um he's had two sinus surgeries like he just kind of was a I mean, he wasn't a sick kid, but he just had a, some issues. But I, I would take it a step further. He's had physical issues, but he's issues. also... He got Giardia, which is an yes. intestinal parasite. He's like had that. a lot of those physical things, but also he's just... he's Some of it is to his own making. He's caught a bunch of shit, you know, from an elementary, junior high stuff. He's he's dealt with well, that. because of his personality. Yes. But. He, he's caught some of that stuff, and it's like he's had to learn how to, you know... Well, but what I was going to say is that I think that his um, chemical imbalances early on, because I think his gut was wrecked, and and I know because of my um, situations that, I mean, and people that don't know this, it's a good thing to know that your gut and your nervous system are completely one, actually. Well, and here's the deal is and the so gut, they say, is the is, second brain. I know, but... But I'm saying that the nervous system, when you think about your gut being your nervous system, that's your nervous system is what anxiety and stress and cortisone and whatever, all that stuff. Um, so Beck's gut being wrecked, it was his gut that was affected for the first, you know, five years of his life, five, six years of his life. I think that led to a, a, a chemical thing in his body that led to some stress and anxiety that he actually kind of needs to chemically, you know, manage or whatever. I don't think Travis had the same chemical thing, but he had the emotional or whatever word you want to use, like me, codependence. He's codependent and he's admitted that. Um, but and there's freedom, and I that think takes that's away that. It is stress. That's that. I mean, the physical. Physical. That, and so part of doing the work is first identifying it. You know, first right. having some of those conversations, first getting down there and and breaking some of those uh, unhealthy narratives that have occurred in our life, you know, and and begin communicating that. And I like what you're saying is like, man, I, I think in a lot of ways um, we've raised our boys pretty consistent and in a healthy way. There, There's not a lot of trauma and stuff like that. But I like the fact that you're bringing up Travis. Travis is he's he's. I think he's doing well in school. I think he's doing well on the football team. But how he deals with his emotions and takes on the stress, it isn't healthy for him. Right. You know, there hadn't been any big traumas. I've been no. sober longer than I've known you. Right. You know, we we've had you know we've had some businesses that we've sold, but there's not a lot of crap for either of our boys. And so when we talk about inner child work and doing the work, it's not putting. Uh, blame on how you parented, but because here's the deal: what well, we've all fucked up, we've right. all made mistakes, we've all said things that are inappropriate. Well, you it, can get your panties in a freaking wad and think, "Hey, we're bashing well, everybody." Just, there comes to a point when you're an adult. Oh, let's say 18. There comes to a point when you 
have to reckon with yourself and you, you have to reckon with your inner child, regardless of you don't blame other people. It's, it's you. just naming it. It's naming it, but it is a tool. The inner child stuff, the inner child work is a tool to go back and tell yourself it's okay. You didn't cause this. You you're not bad. You're not a bad person. You know, whatever. It's a it's an opportunity for you to tell yourself that. Yeah, and the crazy thing is, and, I love that you're you're bringing this up because I have a 22 year old young man that, okay, man, he's kind of stressed out. He's getting ready to graduate college. You know, he he's newly sober. Man, he I told you he reminds me of Travis. He's just beating himself up instead of man doing the simple thing and doing some work yeah. around that. And so I love that he took that, but man, he was stressing out and Forgive just and telling himself a lot of unhealthy and it, things. And it just took me to 50 years old now uh, coming up on 51, but I'm pretending like it's a do over in a lot of ways, but where I can look at myself and say, whereas, but some people who still, knows, I don't think my dad would have ever done this, but at 10 years old, he could have been like, you don't play golf. Like, that's a man's sport. You're not going to play golf or whatever. He did tell me to get a teaching certificate because it was a good insurance policy. I think that is a little bit of a... Uh, Male I, yeah, chauvinistic. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit sexist. A little bit. But yeah. he but he always knew no, your that dad, I could do whatever I and wanted And I love to, your but, dad, but he he is... that He's old school. There's yeah, nothing... Yeah. There's not... It's not blaming him, no. but he's old school, but he, you know, uh, he... No, but he in always... In some ways, he... He, you know, I'm, had a lot of fear in his life, which created a lot of well, fear in yours. All I'm saying is that let's say he told me at 10, you know, may, maybe golf in your sport. Let's get you a tennis racket or something like that or whatever. But because um, soccer certainly wasn't. He was he coached all my teams and all that stuff and basketball, soccer. I, I wasn't looking like I was going to be very athletic track. I mean, are you kidding me? Like I, it was bad but tennis was a hit but, but getting, um, getting back to but this i'm just is saying like, like so at 50 i can i can think i didn't know that i would enjoy golf or think that i could be successful at it i kind of thought it was a closed door and that was it so I don't and know, I, I just i think it and correct me if i'm wrong i think what you're saying and what i hear you saying is like at 50 i didn't know i would enjoy golf and I think some of the reasons I now enjoy golf is because I have done the work. I have become to unpack and not believe those old stereotypes of, oh, you better not get your dress wet or you better not do this or, you know, this is wrong to do. Yes. I think I think that's, if y'all are listening, really Shannon has done this, this work that has given her the ability to go, okay, I don't need to take myself so seriously. Right. You know, and if our... Well, and boys are listening to this is man they're not but. no because <laughs> i don't know if we have any 20 something no. uh 17 year old 17 year old maybe they need to start that yeah. that's we need to goal. target that age group yeah maybe yeah. we should that demo maybe we should drop some names a little you know have a little bit hot topics <laughs> yes <laughs> that would that's a good strategy yes. <laughs> it's not it really, would work but, though <laughs> talk about scarring some people um but yeah no i just so yes, it is because I can address um, all of that now, and um, 
uh, and look into it in a way that, and with our kids, it's, um, I want them to be able to look back and not blame me, but take their own ownership for their stuff and name it. Be like, you know, my mom used to tell me I shouldn't, I mean, my gosh, I was constantly telling them not to climb to the top of the trees, not to, you know, don't, don't, um, you know, they used everything wrong. You know, I don't know if that's boys, Kevin, but like, partly, you know, playground equipment, they never used it as um, recommended, you know, yeah. uh, you know, whatever, or pulling the trampoline over to the pool because we're very gonna, common. We're going to jump from the roof to the trampoline to the pool. Like, Safety completely disregarded. This, yes, yeah, but yes. it, it, it's and good so, as parents. It's like, okay, we can take ownership. I don't know if the if, if your kids or adult children will recognize that because they're going to have to do some of that work. Yes, you right. know. But 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 the thing is, is like we do. I do want to before we wrap up this show, Kev. Is like we need. We do need to hit up for this show um, to get Beck. Beck had a. Uh, did you know this? I'll, we'll show you at the end. He had a uh, oh. TikTok that went viral. Had over 300,000. No, I did not see that. Yes. That's pretty cool. And Shannon Shame. was in it. And there's a little rap song in it. And the rapper called him and gave him a picture. Okay, uh, let me explain that's awesome, this. Because this is old man explaining this. Okay, I'm getting the gist of it. Well, so Beck, Thank you. Beck had to go get his blood drawn because, of course, he has all these physical problems and he had to be tested for some allergy or something. I'm constantly taking him to some doctor. So he went to have his blood drawn and um, we were in the car and I was driving. So obviously I can't pay too close attention. And he starts, he starts um, his phone, he picks up his phone and I'm like, what are you doing? Are you Snapchatting or whatever? And he starts to, he goes, he goes, um, just got my blood drawn. Turns out I'm allergic to these bitches, bitch. <laughs> whatever. And then he start, and then anyway, and then he, and then I say, "Stop it, Beck." Okay. And apparently, I'm the star of the TikTok because I said, "Stop it, Beck." <laughs> and then he starts to play this rap song, and the rapper is local ish, and um, so we made you an infamous star. Yes. Oh, and then the rapper <laughs> retweeted it, and so the rapper re-tiktoked it or whatever you do shared it on his tiktok on his instagram on his instagram anyway so beck like so he came over to dallas and gave beck a signed shirt and did a photo op and whatever and was like anyway that's really cool though. so we'll show you. yeah so it was cool except that now i except you had to like, be the yeah really no one need, you had to be the focal point of a goose. And I've had to let, yes, and I've had to let it go because here my 17-year-old is saying, you know, curse words on a TikTok and it's gone viral. And you know what? I can't do anything about it at this point. It's out there. It was, so, at the end of the day, it's pretty cool, though. It yeah, is well, very I mean, cool. Oh, Chico. I mean, see, Chico and Chico's like not in the spotlight is, on this one. <laughs> so now I, I, I think he's trying to catch me saying, stop it, Beck, because all the comments were like, you might be able to start a whole series of this. Yeah, he's uh, he's like the comments are like your mom seems cool, or or it says my mom would have slapped me across. And I want to comment. I was driving people. 
do anything. Didn't have a lot of op- options. Okay. Time All to right, think I'm, about I'm it. I'm yeah. trying to. Find no, we don't it. need to talk. I don't it. want to talk about it anymore. Uh, on this episode, we've done. We're we're good. You we're, guys we're should good. share it though from something so people okay. can check okay. that out. Okay. It's good. No, but no. hey, this is a good episode. We're gonna dig more into inner child work well, and what work. the work means to do because it frees you but kev thank you and for that, having us back in this studio. thank you guys i know you know yes. so we got a couple done okay thank you peace out contact us filteroptional at gmail.com <laughs>